So I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm wondering to myself, what the hell am I going to talk about? And then I'm like, oh yeah, the five billion things that it's wrong with cinema. I know, I know, don't be a negative Nancy. Don't, don't, don't say a bunch of negative things and just harp on how bad movies are. Well, you know, movies, they have become a little bit uh, nuanced towards the superhero genre. And, and, and I, when's the last time you saw North by Northwest? Something like that. Yes, it's a different kind of cinema today. I mean, we go to North by Northwest and, the, and, it, and it waits on you and it forces you and it pushes you into a corner and sometimes it's quiet. Those are what made the movies good though, don't you think? Those are what made the movies good. Now we go to movies and it's, and it's, it's bang, 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 ooh, slap, action, character growth because we've almost forgot about that. You did almost forget about that to the point that you did forget about it. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is probably my prime example of movies that everybody wants to go see. It makes a lot of money. I can't fault the uh, industry for, for, for putting out a movie like that because it does make a lot of money. But when you don't have the character growth, think about the character growth this is from, from, from a character point of view. In Thor Ragnarok, what happened in that story? Nothing. Everyone was saved. Okay, so the plot worked. The plot was finished. The only character that had real personal growth was was the Hulk. But it's the same growth in every movie he's in. Oh, I'm tired of being the Hulk. I'm so sorry. We know you're sorry about breaking stuff from being the Hulk. That's that's his storyline. He's still the same guy at the end of the story. Thor's still the same guy at the end of the story. Now he has more responsibility, but he hasn't grown. The other Thor, he had to grow into uh, uh, into the boss, into the big man. Um, if you look at one of the good, one of the better Marvel movies uh, is uh, Doctor Strange, and that's because at the end he's grown. He's he's taking over what needs to be done. Right? If you look at uh, you go back to the first Iron Man, same thing. By the end of Iron Man, he's still Tony Stark. But he's grown, and he said, you know, and he, he was trying to be humble about not being Iron Man, but then old Tony took over. But there's a little bit of growth there. He does move a little bit. And then eventually him and Pepper and all this other stuff, blah, 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 whatever. It shouldn't take six movies to get this done. You need to do it in the movie to make it great. And then the opposite is true for, for a film like, for example, for a TV uh, series on Netflix called The Punisher. All character, all the time, with action thrown in between. But does the character actually grow? Did he, by the end of the movie, quit killing people and decide? No, he can't. Because if he decides that he's not going to go around and shoot a bunch of people and, and do his 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 Punisher act, then it's, you don't have the Punisher anymore. What does he do? Grow into the person that says, maybe I shouldn't kill these people because they have families and children and sisters and brothers? No, you probably shouldn't kill those people. The, the problem is finding the, the in-between. You've got the plot only story of Thor Ragnarok, which is definitely plot only. Uh, it just run, he, They just run around and find goals. And then you've got... Punisher, who wants to grow as a character, but can't. If you look at Luke Cage, Luke Cage got caught in that trap as well. He quit growing. He tried to grow at the beginning of the last season, but by the end of the season, he's back to being Luke Cage again. So he does. He actually grew backwards. So when we go back and we look at the older, the way the movies used to be done, the older movies, like, like North by Northwest, 
there's a character growth. He's got to learn to become something better than what he was when he started out. And that's the correct way to write a screenplay. If you don't have that character growth, if your screenplay, if you're writing a screenplay and, and it's all about showing off these moments or these, look how badass this guy is, you've got a problem because the story's not going to be interesting in the long term. It's going to be boring. You have to worry about the character growth as as much, if not more than the plot in anything. You also have to remember in a screenplay, the first thing that you show has to be used in the end. So if you pull a gun out on a guy in the beginning of the scene, you need to use it at the end of the scene. Same thing with the movie. So now we're inundated with all these uh, all these films about superheroes based on a comic book story that tried to do these things, but in a lighthearted way or in a light-handed way from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. These stories are old. They're not new stories. We all know these stories. Yeah, you can put a new twist on them, but it's the same old character. Where are the new things? Why isn't Hollywood making us something that's 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 better? Why, why can't they find something that's new? Well, the answer is, there's a true and honest answer to why Hollywood's not making these movies. It's money. It's cash. And I don't blame them. If you're running a business, you've got $100 million to blow in a movie. That movie's better better bring in $200 million in the box office. After and, and then you have to count in the advertising and everything else that goes along with it. People think that it's easy to make a film, and it's not. It's not easy to make a film from the writing to the shooting to the to the editing all the way to the marketing. If you don't market a film well, it's gone. Like Roma on Netflix. Nobody watched it, but yet it won all the awards. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's watching it because it won all the awards. Netflix could have gone out and done a little promotion for it, but why would they? It's sitting on the platform. You have to be subscribed. There's a few gaps in the way things are done in Hollywood. And I, I think maybe, I, I think it's probably because of the fact that we've got old school guys and the marketing, the market is changing so fast that they can't keep up. But if you want to write a good screenplay, if you want to make your own movie, here's what I say. The cinematography matters. The camera matters. Uh, these things absolutely matter. If your screenplay itself, the story itself itself isn't any good, if it doesn't match, meet the right criteria for character growth, plot, if you don't outline it correctly, if you haven't made sure that the gun that was pulled in the first scene is being used in the last scene, then you've got a problem and you shouldn't shoot it yet. You should go back and write. Right now, it seems that we're all worried about shooting these, shoot, shooting our, our films, getting them out there. But have you gone and watched some of these short films? They're not interesting. I did a short film called Slow Sales Death. You know, my actors were okay. They weren't great. One of them wasn't even an actor. He's just some guy. He said, hey, I'd like to do it. I said, fine, go ahead. Let's do it. And, and then the other one, Gamer, we're actually missing a scene from that entire film where, where if that scene was there, a lot of stuff in that film would make sense. So the other thing too, though, when you're, when you got to make sure that when you're making a film that you cast it correctly. And just because someone's a good actor doesn't mean that they're going to be the right person to be in your film. You need to make sure that that person understands the character, can translate the character. I had one girl in uh, a few few films of mine, and she was also doing some films for a friend of mine around uh, here around town. And she complained that, how come you guys are always writing me as a slut? And my response to her was, you didn't have to play it as a slut. You, you didn't have, you, you, as an actor, you can choose how to play it. And the director will correct you if, he, if that's not what he wants. 
So go with your instinct first. Don't go with what you think they want. Go with where you want to go. If you feel like you're, you're the part is real slutty, then it's probably a shallow part. And 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 to her defense, the part I wrote for her was a little bit shallow. It wasn't really thought out. All we did, all I did, is write a first first draft, and I didn't go over it again. My mistake. But as an actor, if you're going to be an actor in these things, if you're a screenwriter, writer, actor, director, like I am, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna be in a film or two. And the best thing that you want to do is translate that character. If that person is a, if that character in that screenplay is nothing but a, but a flat character, then you have to find the aspects to make that character bigger. And you have to choose by acting. That's your art. That's your art. The director's art is putting the film together and making sure it's shot correctly and, and telling the story he wants to, wants to tell. But the actor's art is the choices that are made for the character in how they're going to stand, where they're going to, if they're going to breathe heavy, or if they're going to breathe light, if they're going to be scared, if they're going to be frightened, if they're going to be angry. You choose. If it's a scene where you think you should be yelling and be all angry, then guess what? That's probably the wrong choice because anger is arguably the last emotion you want to show. You want to hide the anger because think about it in a real situation. Would you yell at someone that wasn't a family member? We all yell at family members. It happens from time to time. I know terrible family that I come from. Not really, but whatever. If you're a real person and you're dealing with somebody, you're not going to scream at them. And if you do, they're going to drop you like a hot rock and you're not going to be able to, to operate within that, with that circle of people to get the objective done, whatever you're trying to do. So, Anger is always the last choice you want to make. Always the last choice. Smoldering anger, now that's a caveat. The smoldering anger, maybe that's better. Maybe you need that. Maybe that's what the character would do. Sit there and linger in their anger, but not actually show you, but show the audience just enough that they know they're mad. That'd be, see, that's cool. Now, one thing that I did get to do is I did get a new piece of gear about a week or so ago. A benefactor actually helped me get it. So uh, this best thing you can do is find somebody to pay for stuff for you. Um, yeah, <laughs> but a benefactor bought it for me and I was able to get I got an a7 III, which is a really great camera. But it's been so cold lately that all I could do has been like 10 the whole entire the entire time. Today is like actually somewhat warm. It's still in the 50s. No, 40s. Uh, let's see. Look at my watch here. Yeah, 46. It's 46 is what it says. Of course, if that's if you can trust it. But the camera is, is great for filmmaking, great for short films, things like that. You can, you actually made a feature film. It's called The Possession of Hannah Grace, I think it is. Uh, basically, that was a film. Uh, it was really underwritten, if if I'm correct, and I could be wrong, but I mean, it's basically underwritten by Sony. Sony helped them put it on so that they could make a film on it. It's actually pretty good. The problem with that camera is when you do film something, you can overcorrect the the color easily. It's not necessarily the best to grade. It's still an 8-bit versus a 10-bit versus a 16-bit, whatever. But uh, as long as you do it in camera correctly, and that's what I'm a big believer of when you make a film, make it correct in camera. Uh, if you film it the first time the right way, then you won't have to do much correction other than just a little color here and there to make the scene pop. 
And the A7 III is actually so good uh, that all you really need is a good set of lenses. And that's the next thing that you got to get is you have to have this bad, badass collection of of great lenses for these cameras. If you go and try to make a film without a great set of lenses that are sharp and crisp, they don't breathe much. Uh, if you do it on just a prime or something like that, you're going to be able to tell. They're not going to be as sharp. Everything's going to be a little fuzzy. Uh, but again, at the same time, it's only an 8-bit camera, even though it's uh, 6K down to 4K. That camera is going to only give you so much range and so much sharpness. So we have. I have plans this summer to shoot a couple of shorts. Uh, plans. I've had plans for the past two years to do a couple of shorts, but I haven't got around to doing them mostly because I need actors. So if you're an actor listening to this and you're near me, uh, send me an email, uh, send me your contact information. We'll talk about it. Uh, do a little screen test for you. But the a seven three, I'm taking photographs with it as well, because I'm also a professional photographer and this and the photographs are turning out really, really great. Now, the, if I was just doing photography, I'd, maybe I'd do the a seven R three because it's got a huge sensor on it compared to the a seven three. But because I'm doing a do video, I looked at the reviews online and the video quality that comes from the a seven R three is actually not as good as the video quality that comes from the a seven three. So I took a hit on the megapixels uh, for my uh, photography career and turned it into a better filmmaking experience. So if you haven't visited my website, go to paulgnewton.com. That's paulgnewton.com. Uh, have a look around, see what's there. Uh, we do have quite a bit of uh, different merchandise that you can buy. We're going to uh, more merchandise to come uh, more. There will be more merchandise. There will be more merchandise to come uh, in the next few weeks. It does take a little bit to put each piece up there, and I want to make sure that I can actually get these pieces printed the way they should be. If you need any kind of work done at all, if you want to photography or videography, please visit the site and get some information. Look at the stuff that I've done. If you like it, guess what? I'm your guy because right now I'm, I'm looking for something to do. It's cold outside, and there's not much going on because it's cold. Did I say it's cold? I did mention that, right? Oh, 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 oh,